0: D20 Radio,
1: your gamers role 20 radiocom
2: Welcome to me and Steve Talk RPG, the podcast where me and my friend Steve try and help you get the most out of your role-playing game experience. Hey folks, welcome back to me and Steve. I'm here again tonight with Steve.
0: Hey Steve. Hello.
2: So uh, this week we're actually going to do something a little different for all of you out there in listener land. We got an opportunity to do what some people call a feed swap or an episode swap with another podcast that both of us have actually listened to for, well, on and off for a couple of years at least. And they approached us and were like, hey, you know, you want to do this? Like, yeah, okay, sure. And it works out good around the holidays because gives us a little more time to do stuff with
0: our family and our lives yeah if you've hung out on the discord you might have a hunch on who we're doing a feed swap with but we're gonna feed swap with terrible warriors
2: yes and i know we've mentioned them a time or two on the show terrible warriors geez where do you start i mean they've been around for geez close to 10 years now
0: yeah since two thousand two. 2012 man they've been around since 2002 (laughs) (laughs) were podcasts even a thing then (laughs) no no they've been going (laughs) No, they've been around since 2012
2: yeah they do primarily actual play stuff although they have had some some interviews with various creators industry people but yeah their their main producer head guy is uh justin who's on our discord as Mr. Ecock, but, uh, yeah, they do a lot of actual plays in a lot of different systems.
0: Yeah. Huh. Um, <laughs> we're coming up their ninth season. They're going to be playing free league Symbarum. Yeah. Well, they've actually already released
2: all 12 episodes of it on their feed, but I think they're going back to Symbarum for another run. Okay. I'm not a hundred percent certain.
0: Well, either way, Symbarum's cool. Yes. And I'll be honest, if it wasn't for Terrible Warriors, there's a lot of games that I just would have, never, would have never crossed my radar.
2: Oh yeah, that's where I heard about Mutant City Blues, Bluebeard's Bride. Oh heavens, I don't even know.
0: Yeah, it, like like I said, you start to think about all the games over the years that they've played and stuff that's just crossed your... Just wouldn't have like naturally wound up in your repertoire, and it's like, wow, these guys...
2: Yeah, well, see, back in the old days, too, they did, they've did they changed to where now they're doing more kind of short campaigns, you know, like 12 episodes or whatever. What they used to do was basically one-shots, which they would break up into four episodes, and they usually had two going
0: simultaneously. Yeah, I'll be honest, I appreciate the new format, because that old format could get a little confusing sometimes.
2: Yeah, it did get tough to follow at some time, but I mean, yeah, they played Ghostbusters... They played The Matrix. They did all kinds of things. Yeah. It's a really cool show. But yeah, this the episode you're about to hear is um the first part of their 12-part Symbarum series, which follows <laughs> the the adventures of, and I'm going to butcher the pronunciation of these player characters, but I'm guessing it's Iandromay, Elindra, and Vierd as they uh you know, go through some some stories of old corruption and curses and, and all kinds of stuff. But th- like I said, it's a really fun podcast. If you want to check out the Symbarum campaign, it's at com slash Symbarum. And they like us tend to release on Tuesdays.
0: Yeah. yeah. yeah,
2: And you can check out the back catalog that we've been rambling about at terriblewarriors.com or you can
0: follow them at Twitter. Follow them at Twitter. Follow them on
2: Twitter at Dice Warriors.
0: Yeah. And with that, I think we're going to go ahead and move on with the show.
2: Yep. On with the show. Enjoy, folks. Happy New Year.
3: The land of Alberator.
0: It wasn't always like this. It was a
3: beautiful place. It was a place of dynasties, of a long and plentiful empire, of noble families and rich farmlands. And then the Dark Lords rose to power and the Great War happened. For 20 years, they battled the undead. And when you battle the undead, you're battling your and they keep coming back, and you keep striking them down. And it took its toll on the people, and it took its toll on the land. And even when the queen was rescued from the Dark Lords, and they were rallied against them, and we defeated them, the victory came at a cost. Alberator was lost. This land would never bring life again. The dead magic that had been used had destroyed the balance in nature and it would never be repaired. So the queen looked to the north and looked to history and to prophecy and declared that it was time for her to head into the north, past the Titan Mountains, and to claim her birthright of the ancient empire of Simbaru. And so they renamed themselves the Ambrians. I believe translates to the shining. After their queen, Corinthia of the shining face, the night bane. And over the course of the past decade, the humans of Alberator have migrated to Embria. New cities have been formed and built. Construction, farms, exploration. Yes, there were the barbarian clans that were already living there, but some have bent the knee, and others have been destroyed, and the rest will know their place, and they stay in the forests of old Davakar anyways, and, well, right now we're focused on the farmland, and the plains are ours. We have always lived in Alberator. It's time to leave, though. There's nothing here. The trees have withered and died. The few animals that still remain are husks of themselves, more skeleton and bone than any meat on them. You haven't seen a living person walking around in months. What was once a verdant valley where wine was growing is a desert now. The land cracked and was dry. Nothing is growing here. The stores have dried up. You've packed your bags. You've said your goodbyes to the spirits. It's time to go and join the rest of your people in Embrya. It's autumn. The leaves are turning. They might never grow again after this winter. And You've made your way to the foothills of the Titans and you have met up with a camp of caravans. This is where everyone else is heading. There's a few other stragglers like you who are making their way through the mountain pass. There are others who have done this journey before and are guiding the stragglers through the mountain pass. The caravan owners are debating about whether or not there is still time before the winter to make it through the storms. If the mountain closes from the winter, they'll have to wait it out. But do they have enough supplies to make it until the spring? Either way, you're on the wrong side of the Titan. You need to get to the north. To get to the great crowning queen city of Yandaros, we zoom in on a campfire as the sun is setting. The light of Prios dropping behind the horizon. We'll wait for it to return in the morning. There's a uh, a coachman by the name of Telk, and he's stoking the fire. He's warming it up, and he's telling the stories of the last journeys he's done the wagons he's carried through and the people he's met and the people he's lost it's not an easy journey, it's not for the faint not everyone makes it he's surrounded by the pathfinders of this group Belen and Ludo both of them are of barbarian origin from old Davokar who have joined up with the Ambrians and work for the queen in her service to help her people move through this mountain pass to join on the other side there's others around, too. Siblings that have left their home looking for their parents. An older witch. Maybe looking at Belen and Ludo like traitors. I'm sure he's got thoughts about them. They're sitting around this campfire as well, though, because it'll be Telk who's going to help them get over to the other side of the mountain. It's going to be their coach that's going to do it. The other caravan owners are making ready to make winter here on the south side of the titans the snows are approaching rapidly the question right now is there can we assume that the mountain pass is even safe to travel or has it already been closed off it's hard to tell down here looking up on what the weather is like on those high altitudes Telk still thinks there's a chance to make it through the bore the winter reigns supreme Telk is also curious to know you You're young. Most people now have already traveled up to Ambria. Why so late? Tell me your story. We might be here till the spring, so I'd like to get to know you. Well, of course, fair friend. I, uh... I've stayed behind to do his great work. You are familiar with Father Prios, of course. Of course. So you're a Thurge, then? Indeed. And what, pray tell, does all great Prios have to say about the lands of Alberator that you have been traveling well they do seem to be forsaken unfortunately his light has left here but in his defense he is dying and we must revive him he cannot be everywhere at once yet there's a a woman in a black coat she just kind of scoffs at what you're saying (laughs) land is dying everything's dying Alberator is just ahead of everyone else on the line. Get in queue. Get your number. The sun sets on everyone, brother. She uses brother as in like you're the priest, not that you're a biological no, no. brother. <laughs> Understood. Yes, indeed. It is setting. And that is why we must, must save Prios. For it is by his will and his light that we will save these lands. The woman in the black coat all oh, sounds like a bit of nonsense to me i believe in one strong thing everything dies so why not use some of that darkness thurge why not control it channel it use it against our enemies why do we run from the darkness you're running from it now to invite the night in he just looks like stricken like completely almost going pale just that, that thought is horrific. Oh yeah, no, that would get her killed if there was a witch hunter around. Yeah. <laughs> you, you invite? I cannot. The darkness is the enemy. She starts laughing. I'm just messing with you, brother. I just know how tight you all can be. You need to be loosened up. You need to be ready. There's some strange thoughts waiting for you on the side of that mountain pass. Not everyone's going to believe what you believe. And if you can't handle an opposing view once in a while, well, you're never going to win anyone over to your faith. He he laughs nervously and fakely, but like, ha ha. oh, I suppose I'm not used to embryon humor yet. I suppose I will <laughs> need to... It's the troll online going, ha ha, JK. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I want to use Witch Sight on, on this person. Oh, yeah, go
3: for it. Yeah. Uh, All right. Let's... So at this point now, there's been an older man sitting around the campfire, wizened, white-haired, pale skin, but wearing bones and leathers, identifying them as not Ambrian or Alberitan, but as a barbarian like Ludo and the other Pathfinder
1: not bending a knee to any barb or any amber but oh uh, yeah
3: a uh, 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 ludo like they're wearing like you can tell from the way they conduct themselves the way they talk and the way they compose but they're wearing ambrian clothing they look like fortune hunters not barbarians hmm. <laughs> you're just judging you're like <laughs> no thank you like those
1: barbarians from the old. uh but yeah i'm going to activate Witch's site uh yeah. so- uh, so, when you uh,
3: use that, do you have to roll for temporary corruption?
1: Uh, I just get one temporary corruption. Okay. Uh, so, I'll be getting that.
3: Because every time we use a bit of magic in Syndrome, it always comes at a price.
1: Push and pull of nature. Uh, mm-hmm. So, this is my Vigilant versus their Discreet. Uh, so, what's their Discrete mod?
3: You are going to be rolling uh, just uh, a neutral Discrete. at zero. Woo.
1: All right, success.
3: You look through your second sight. The other sight that allows you to see the shadows that surround all living things in the world. Not just people, but animals, plants, they all have a shadow. Another form of themselves that shows you their connection to this world and to the unnatural invading corruption of the darkness that seeps through. And this woman in the black cloak, her shadow begins to form around her as you look through your witch sight and you see brushed steel with a few dark spots. Mm. Not very corrupted, but certainly of the kind of mind that corruption is on the pathway, but hasn't happened yet. She's talking big talk, but hasn't actually made any commitments to darkness yet. There's only mechanically, there's one point of corruption.
4: Yeah.
1: He'll shake his eyes. Which,
3: for like anyone who does magic, one point of corruption is like, usually eh. like, and it kind of goes with the tip. Yeah, it, it just, <laughs> it's eye's like
1: alright, you're not as uh, you're not a concern yet.
3: She bites her lip a little nervously after she makes that joke. I think she talked a little bit too loud. Maybe, maybe people of the cloth are a trigger for her. She gets up and brushes herself off. You see around her, she is wearing a sun symbol necklace. And it is also, like, her robes may be black, but they are, like, blessed robes. They are priest robes. But she, uh, she gets up and brushes her knees off. Well. It's getting late. I'll turn myself in. She walks off, leaving the rest around the campfire. Fare thee well, sister. Walk in the light. Telcos. goes. See a lot of people coming this way. They're all making their way through the path. There's only the one path through the Titans. This is the safest one. How about you? Looks towards... You, uh, Elendra. What's your story? You look like you haven't done much traveling.
5: Oh well, no, I haven't done much traveling, but I am um, very knowledgeable of lo- a lot of things. You know, I've had a lot of time to read, and I've been really excited this um, well to go on this you know adventure. I'm I'm so excited to to well see the great glory of Ambria. You know, my parents went ahead, so um, I'm just you know. Well, so you mean you like read Says Ludo <laughs> Well of course It's really one of life's greatest joys
3: <laughs> Oh I, I mean uh, My friend here uh, Belen he can read maps That's 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 how we get through the path you see I remember the path But he, he, he can read the maps
5: Well honestly thank goodness because I can say I spent a lot of time studying cartography Though I did read a really interesting book
3: Cartography on- Car- As card, you guys in cards Oh, you play cards. Well, oh, Belen, Belen, she plays card. We play a mean game of cards. When we get to Yandaros, we should take you down to the taverns.
5: Oh, um, well, I'm not sure I'm supposed to go there. I've heard that gambling. Never is- heard
3: it called cardography before.
5: Oh, that's actually... You're mistaking cartography. Easy, I understand completely where the confusion came from, but cartography is actually the wonderful study... Are you saying
3: I don't know what I'm thinking? I think I know a bit about... I'm the pathfinder on this group. I'm, I've am i taken these Titan trips a dozen times before. I'm not a... I'm not a dummy.
5: Ellender's going to glance nervously back at uh, her <laughs> brother who <laughs> hasn't seemed to fare any better in his uh, interactions with people. I don't mean to assume anything of, of any sort. Of course not. That's, I see that you are clearly skilled or else my um, well, I hope you are skilled or else we will...
3: Bellin Belen, Belen speaks up and is like, Ludo, you're scaring the girl. She's smarter than you. Relax, it's not a competition.
5: Well, smarts come in many ways, but yes, I am pretty well read. That could be something that was truthful in statement.
3: But seriously, you can read.
5: Y- um, I didn't. Is, that,
3: <laughs> is also just.
5: Is that, yes.
3: Like maps or.
5: Well, I haven't read many books? Maps. I don't really travel much, or in fact at all, but um, I can read books. Yes, do you you don't read is that correct
3: <laughs> Bellan and Ludo no many people read do you do you read <laughs> points over at uh, Yandrame uh, uh, Yandra I do though less frequently than I would like I will say that she is a far more proficient reader than I am <laughs> you you probably what you, what, how much do you read points over at Verd. read enough <laughs> well, that's really oh. good to hear. That we've got, we've got a real learned group of people, Ludo, that we're bringing over the mountains. I would include you in that number. We don't know much about the mountains. So in fairness, you're also learned. Ah, see, that's what I'm talking, Balan. It's not about how much you can read. It's about your street smarts. It's about your ability to navigate the wilderness, to know the pathways. If you just stay inside with your nose and a piece of parchment never gonna see the world
1: when are we leaving by and by
3: oh that's a good idea that's a good point says telk it's uh the other caravans are worried about what the weather's gonna be like but and as he's saying this um another mule driver is coming up to the camp and he starts whispering something into telk's ears now someone might be able to hear what that is if they roll a vigilant roll. Yeah, yeah. you might be able to pick up. I will that make is. that attempt. Yeah. yeah, I'd love to go for that too. <laughs> so this is my first skill check in this game. If I recall, you have to roll under.
1: Yeah, meet or under. Uh, is there any modifier to the roll?
3: It's it's always it's d twenty. Uh, you're only rolling other size dice when you're dealing damage. Right. So uh, you can assume that all dice rolls, especially when we're doing these these checks, are with a 20-sided die. Minus one on your roll.
1: Okay. Uh, succeed.
3: Did not succeed. And
5: we succeed if we're over... So you're, rolling, so
3: you're rolling against your Vigilant score, but I'm also giving you a modifier of minus one. Okay. So if your Vigilant right now is 10, you have to roll nine or lower to successfully hear what Keller is whispering into Telk's ear. Excellent. Okay. Do not hear it.
1: Do my superior barbarian ears tell me.
3: Okay, bird. (laughs) (laughs) And so Keller comes up visibly excited and he's whispering into Telk's ear. Augusto says he's going to leave in the morning. Says he's found a way to get through a guaranteed passage no matter what the weather's going to be like. He's getting together a crew right now. If we go up to him, we can get on that caravan and we can be making world so we don't get stuck here for the winter. Telk hears what he says and goes, "Well, that that sounds good to me." I feel, excuse me, I have to be going. And he starts heading off in the direction of Argostos, who's one of the he's one of the owners, like a caravan owner uh, who like finances and leads and does all this stuff. He's got a big tent here in the caravan camp, and uh, Telk starts making his way towards Argostos' tent, and you start seeing a bit of excitement and rumor starting to pass around the camp as other people are leaving their campfires and starting to yep. head- heading
1: down. over. I, I motioned too. for the little ones to uh, come
3: on. That was May immediately looked at Verd and was like, should we be moving? So Linder okay. was
5: not paying attention, sees the other two begin to move and sort of Snap! Oh,
3: that's sorry. What Keller actually whispered to Telk's ears? And I've already got us a passage. We're leaving in the morning, says Keller to Telk. And Telk is heading to his tent to start packing his bags, <laughs> uh, while everyone else is going <laughs> yeah, to Agassiz's yeah. tent to
1: get in I, on I'm the caravan. I'm going to the Augustus tent. Uh, come, come, Ambrians. Very well.
3: Thank you so much. You guide. Where are we going? So You make your way through the crowd. There's there's some people starting to like, they're not really sure what to do. They're all just kind of standing. So you're able to move your way through it like uh, uh, a <laughs> very... You're not giving up the pleasantries. You're getting yourself to the front of this line. And uh, you start m- just moving your way through, and the two of you just follow Vard. Verd seems to know how to navigate moments like this e- as well. Everyone he pushes by, I apologize to. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so, sorry <laughs> so sorry. So sorry. Prius, be with you. Prius, be with <laughs> yeah. you. And you're, you're going through this crowd. And uh, you come across uh, Argasto's pavilion, and he's uh, set up an inspection of inventory before the trip. Um, he's also taking uh, opportunities to interview potential companions. And a small line has formed outside the tent. So in front of you is uh, Belen and Ludo, who somehow got off the tent and they found a shortcut and they've made around. They're already standing in the line and they're nudging each other going like, we're going to be going. We're going to be back there, Belen. Don't worry. We're going to get to the other side before the winter and we're going to have warm, hot pies once we get back into into the lands of Ambria. Oh, I could do with a nice hot pie. I know, right? Hot pie for all of us. None of this dried meat. And they're just kind of very excited as they get entered into the tent to go meet with Augusto, and you're, you're next in line. Once the tent opens up, you see Master Augusto, a plump man in his fifties, rose-red cheeks, dressed in baggy clothes of felts and skins. Then the the curtains close. Moment passes. Bella and Ludo come out, and they've got their arms around each other, like, we're, doing it, we're out of here! Yeah. And uh, uh, we're, they're leaving in the morning, and they kind of look at the three of you, and they're just kind of going like, street smarts (laughs) and they head past (laughs) and the curtain opens up and you hear Argosto enter calls you into the tent
1: step forth
5: okay well
3: elinda will step forth she's
5: going to stay about a kind of awkward distance from her brother but
3: he's sitting at his desk he's got a list of inventory he's got maps laid out Uh, he's got reports and it looks like uh, equipment lists that he's going over and he's got a candle on his table he looks up at the three of you Andromay by the way stubs his toe and bumps into the desk immediately (laughs) (laughs) knock it, bit of wax from the candle tips onto the table can I help you? I was gonna say well but now you've annoyed him (laughs) (laughs) why yes we've heard tell that you would be uh, departing in the morning I believe is that correct Vird?
1: Yes, these two are among my charges these two ambrians and i need to get them across the mountains as soon as possible i can't stand it here any longer we would be very useful to your uh, group your caravan uh, i myself am a witch of the Gaori tribe these two i believe nobles of some fallen and discarded Ambrian household, though they are learned individuals.
3: Um, That's that's a nice way to call them refugees.
5: Well, our parents are ahead of us.
3: (laughs) (laughs) He looks you up and down. He looks at the witch. You can clearly handle yourself. But you, both of you, you defend yourself? Indeed, I can if the need arises. The mountain path isn't safe. I have no interest bringing people along that can't defend themselves and look out for the group. Prios watches over me, and in turn, he will watch over all of you. And I'm, I'm,
5: I'm, I'm I'm very sure-footed.
3: Sure-footed. Yes. And your faith will see you through. It has so far. And a witch of the Gaolian tribe. Yes. Those are the, those are the tree folk, correct? Not used to mountains and snow and cold, so biting it turns your fingers black.
1: I'm something of a rarity, though. I am of the path of the white, the Next. dead, the winds, the
3: cold. Rare witch, a sure-footed refugee peasant woman, and a man of the cloth. That's accurate. Yes. That's looking a little ragged right now. I'm not convinced. I would. I can only bring so many people. I have a limited number of space in this caravan, so if you're joining, you're taking the space from someone else, so. I would hesitate to, see. to call anyone of the descent of Fathial a peasant. Hmm. And, and I'm, I'm, uh, I'm
5: quite good with. Who? I
3: Isn't said. That name's supposed to mean something. I said the same
1: thing when I heard upon it.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I know some medicine and could perhaps be used that way also. I am really. Um... Quite clever, and well, I recognize-
3: l- l- Listen, listen. Your cleverness, your intelligence, I'm sure it's going to be very helpful to the Ambrians on the other side of the mountain, but what I need on this caravan tomorrow are people of importance. So, he looks at you, he sees you. I've got an idea. You can prove yourself tonight. Oh? If you want to tag along, you're going to have to prove yourself. And he gets a little smile across his face as he sits back his you know, hands on his belly. Prove yourself by participating in a fighting test against some of my caravan guards. Uh, that seems... Just to first blood, nothing to the death. No one's going to get seriously hurt. If you can land a blow on them before they land a blow on you, you'll be my guards on this trip through the mountains, and you'll take their space, and they'll wait out the winter. If not, we leave you here till the spring.
5: That seems barbaric! is
3: going to whisper to her brother. Indeed, but <laughs> it is the only way. Can we not convince you any other way that doesn't involve injury to perhaps your guards? Or ourselves? We have a great fire to Prios, lit outside. We'll fight in front of the flames. Very well. You gather around and you land one strike on them and they won't even put up a fight. They'll stay behind and you'll take their place. But I don't have room for passengers. If you are gonna join this group, you're gonna join as my guards. So I need to know that you can handle yourselves up there. Well, Prios protects me, he should do no worse here.
1: The Ambrians will do it, sure.
5: Elinja's oh, gonna look like her brother at her brother like he's a little bit crazy for believing he'll be protected, but nod her head and say nothing.
3: <laughs> I don't <laughs> want anyone getting injured, mind you. So you mind your blows as well. Of course. Okay. Now, I would, this is going to be fun. I would like to ask: Can I have performed that ritual that I have before I left the monastery? Because that's which mon- which which ritual is the patron saint? Yeah, because <laughs> I think like that would have been he would have been learning that before he went on his <laughs> journey, right? <laughs> uh, uh, we can. Uh, I am going to. Uh, I love this. I have on my uh, a d two. Uh, <laughs> it is a two sided die. It looks like a coin, but it's not. It's a, it's a two-sided die. And uh, one or two? Let's go with one. Oh, it is a one. Yes. Uh, yes. So we are going to do a quick flashback to right before you headed out to the Titans. And you. what does this ritual look like? Because I think there's going to be some um, is there any temporary corruption that comes from that uh, from doing a ritual? No, because I'm a Theurg, I don't believe it should. Okay. Excellent. Um, but it does take an hour. So it's. Yeah. It's all- yeah. So so it happened. I mean, you've been at this site. Maybe you were waiting for your sister to arrive mm-hmm. and you would have had plenty of time in the afternoon in the waiting time to. Uh, well, I, I would have thought it, so even before I got to the camp because it stays with you forever. Like it doesn't go away. Yeah, because it sticks around like a uh, it, it can generate experience. Yeah, so it my, becomes a player my thought character. was the last thing I did before I left the as the last one out of the monastery is I had learned this ritual. It was the first one that I learned and I summoned it's because you summon a patron saint, like a, a former dead hero. So one of the heroes of that monastery who fought in the war. Yeah. Uh, do we even know their name? Uh, it doesn't specify. <laughs> Maybe we don't. Not Maybe yet. We don't. Can um, others I'm interact with to... it or just you? They are invisible. Uh, but they start to shine when danger comes close. They get oh. brighter when danger's near, so they it glows blue and orcs on near. I'm excited. Um, this actually yeah. works out well because of uh, the path that
1: I'm on. It's like you have to spear it there. Um,
3: oh, yeah.
5: That's <laughs> awesome. Oh, I'm nervous for our first combat. I'm going to be mechanically quite slow, <laughs> but we'll get this.
3: Yeah, I'm not great either. Excellent. Did none of us make a combat character? No. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be short and sweet. Uh, okay. It's fine. You just you just you, you just need a higher quick score. Yeah. So you go first in the initiative order. That's not what I have. That's what I have. I'll just murder people for you
5: guys.
1: <laughs> it's just, just kidding. It, yeah, it really depends on their armor too.
5: Yeah. Also I have a long item or weapon with the pike. I'm meant for staying away from being touched.
3: <laughs> right. Spears are really good in this system, though. So you walk back outside, and there's, there's a fire is burning, and it's been it's been burning up higher. Uh, as a nice. Uh, uh, Pyre for Prios, uh, 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 like, a, like a beacon at night. It's good to keep the, 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 the darkness at bay at nighttime in camps like this. And so they've got this nice big fire burning outside of uh, Argostos' tent. And uh, he comes out and he calls everyone gather around, gather around. These three want to make it over the mountains by the morning and want to come with me. So, and he gets his guards together. Which four of you are going to put them to the test? If they land first blood, they take your places. So you want to earn your keep and stay on the caravan? You land first blood on them. And uh, gathers around four volunteers. So the first
1: person who steps forward, I'm throwing a knife at him.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay, so it's, 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 I'm just, I I, I get my guards, which number the, the, the group plus one. They're all of Ambrian origin, and as they start walking, just before you throw yeah, it, let yeah, 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 go me tell you what you yeah. see. Uh, they all look like they've survived multiple journeys over the mountains. Tough fighters that never back down. They they all look a little, well, they all look a little bit like Ludo and Bellin. They're all a little street smart, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, and they all come around, and they've got their, you know, uh, they, they, they pull out, um, they're, they're wearing like a... a they got like chewing tobacco or something like num, num, spit into the snow uh or not, there's no snow down here They spit into the mud and um they've got uh one of them's got like a shield they're wearing some scale mail and they've got uh they've all got swords and uh and they start walking towards and as they just one goes for the hilt <laughs> before they can even unsheath the sword uh and before even argosto can say ready fight uh, <laughs> you uh, launch one of your throwing daggers. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So I'm not waiting. Yeah, that that's uh that's an accurate roll, yeah. right?
1: What's their defense uh, mod for this? Uh,
3: they have plus two, so that means minus two for you, right? They got a plus two shield. Yeah, uh, yeah. And yeah. scale mail three, so that would be five. Uh, Gale, um, or or is the armor the armor's only done for damage. yeah armor yeah, damage only done reduction for damage yeah 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 so so my defense is shield plus two okay. so you've got to roll ten or under so it's, it's
1: 50-50. I got a ten exactly
3: you got a ten exactly does, does defense go to the attacker
1: uh, it's meat or or under
3: it's just oh good great, great, great so so you just squeak it by and so in fact it's not it's it, that's what it is is a, a roll roll damage. Because it's also first blood, so you also have to get through the yeah, arm Like, you actually oh need God. to cut them, and they've got scale mail three, and you're only dealing one d four. If you, oh no, one d six. You're dealing. 1D6. I Oh, we got a three though. <laughs> you got a three. Oh. So, so they've got they've got scale mail three. Yeah. So, so you get it, and it goes shing, and it, it hits the scale mail, and like in the bullet time, it goes shing, and just kind of ricochets off. And then the guy spits into the sand with the chewing tobacco, pulls out the sword oh this one's gonna be feisty and then the other three step into the yeah. ring and the four of them all bring their swords out and they just start like hitting into their shield ding, 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 ding. and everyone else is like Thunderdome right they're <laughs> like yeah
4: yeah yeah yeah
3: okay so <laughs> order of initiative goes by your quick scores which puts Alendra first then Verd then uh, uh, Yandrome. And my quick ones are 10. So that puts me, Yandermay goes last. Oh, definitely. Although I would point out the uh, Saint is also 15 real quick. Oh, the Saint is 15. So the Saint's going to go first. <laughs> Beat the crap out of the Saint. <laughs> the Saint is, you control the Saint. Right. Okay. Um, uh, 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 not me. So you can tell me what to do. Uh, you could have the Saint move their initiative down to 12 so that they go right after Vaird but before the guards and before you. But if you move yourself down the pecking order... That's where you stay, that, right? that's, that you're, you're, you're locked there. I, I will do that. That's That seems like the thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, first combat, okay. Oh, boy. Okay, so, Alendra, uh, They're all just standing there going like, you think you can take my spot? And this is like this older... A guard woman who's been like I've gone through this passage ten times I was paking people through the Titans before you were out of your diapers Oh dear
5: And um <laughs> I peed a little <laughs> going to.
3: That's okay you've got your pike yeah, though She's going so. to
5: grab her pike and she does have some experience with mm-hmm. it, though it doesn't look like she's incredibly sure of herself. She's only like five foot five, so she looks a little comical next to her brother. Um, yeah,
3: what the steadfast, I'm just trying to remind myself. It's... Of that mental ability. resolve. Yes. Oh, it's, oh, that's not gonna help you. Yeah, that's no. for resolute stuff.
5: Listen, <laughs> I've got no actions except you.
3: I was thinking it might yeah, be like a sure I think thing, we so. are all relying on the spirit to... For- it's a good thing I took. Mother. I wasn't sure if I was gonna take it. <laughs> yeah. Thank God you did this. you you know what you're Jojo, aren't you? You've got a stand. Yeah. You've got a stand <laughs> moving behind you going, no 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 no, no just hangs behind you and it jumps in and defends you. Yep.
5: So Elindra is going to look and see if she can sort of surmise who she thinks will be the quickest in range. This so
3: Your precise will negate their it's shield. Plus so you're one. just gonna roll on Oh, just plus one? Okay, so then you're rolling Minus one with your accurate roll.
5: Yep, and she's going for the attack. Just a quick little stab because she just has to get blood.
3: She's got to get 10.
5: ten or ten or ten or under. I minus one to my roll.
3: With a minus one to your roll, I get eleven. <laughs>
5: that hurts. <laughs> so Alindra sort of makes a quick dart forward, and in her nervousness, the pike slips and falls to the right of where she's been aiming, and she sort of fumbles to grab it back and.
3: Um. Yes, yeah, so you pull it like you've never actually you've only, you've only done this on training dummies yes and this is the first real person and now she's slipped oh, and oh no. oh boy <laughs> we're gonna die before we get to the mountains okay um Verd. uh Elendra just pulled out that pike and is like moving it like a flagpole in front of them
1: <sighs> yep
3: the others, there's two moving towards you, because you're the one who threw the um, yeah the the throwing <laughs> knife. So they're like, "This one's a little feisty," and the other one, uh, under their breath, "I'll be careful, I promise. Just let us do it, what Augusto wants, and we'll put you off, and, and we'll all be done here." And he just kind he just kind of says it's like basically the, the the guard is just saying, "Just take the," f- <laughs> and the other one, the other one's going, and he's like boastful to the to the crowd, being like. This one, the one who who hit him with the with the you hit with the soul with the throwing knife, he's got to see scratches off his armor. You put a little dent on that. Oh, you're gonna pay for that one. And so they got their swords out and they're just kind of moving towards you. So you got these two targeted on you, and then you got you look to your left and you got Elendra with this uh, guard woman who's just like, I'm just gonna basically top you in front of this crowd <laughs> and. And then meanwhile, the patron saint, there's like a glowing light coming from just behind Yandrame, like a halo around your head at first, because it's just standing directly behind you at first. So at first, it looks like the light is coming from you, but no one else has noticed the light because their all eyes are focused on this like flagpole, pike waving. When it's dim, the closer the guards get, the brighter it gets, right? So And we're all right to the, and, and it's your danger, not necessarily the danger of the group yep. as well, right? Like the patron saint sense of danger might be subjective and ultimately've got this bright burning bonfire so we've got all this light already so it's a little easy to miss but not for Verd you'd notice
1: yeah I
3: you've been keeping an eye on these two yeah
1: guys. I feel that sometime I'm gonna ask this spirit what's its name and all sorts of things like why the heck do you follow this angry dream? Um, but you're gonna get some interesting answers. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> <laughs> I am bound to him. No, awesome. <laughs> I don't have a choice. So sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's a genie's lamp thing here. Yeah, patron saint, you're free. <laughs> yeah, I know. Me, like, <laughs> I will free you, genie. Oh, my God. The GM in me really wants the patron saint to just be your father that you don't know is oh. already dead. <laughs> I don't think that's the case, but. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So for my
1: movement, I am going to move in flank uh, mm-hmm. with the one that the female Ambrian is
3: uh, uh, okay. in melee
1: with. Um, okay.
3: So you're only using one move. Which means the one who's coming towards you that you threw the knife at, he'd get an attack on you. Yeah, yeah.
1: Depending on where he is, if he's in the way, then yeah.
3: Because I kind of see that the three of you were lined like facing each other in horizontal, like facing, and then you're crossing. They after you threw the knife, he's been moving towards you. Like so, he's like you, you. You've aggroed. Yeah, let, let's do it. <laughs> and move it in your direction. And to your left, just you're all just kind of facing directly off to the people in front of you. There's four in front, so the two middle ones are coming at you, and the two on the edges are each going after the Excellent. kids.
1: Yeah, so the hill, I will...
3: I mean, they're fully adult. I'm just calling them the kids <laughs> yeah. because that's how you view oh, them. Oh, yeah. I
1: mean, th- that's why I say they're embryon male, embryon
3: female. <laughs> Boy, girl, yeah, that's all that's, you need to know. Don't, don't give them names, exactly. you'll get attacked. Exactly, I don't need
1: to know <laughs> their names. Um, hopefully one day my people will rise up against them and slaughter their families. And their...
3: Like, That's not going to matter if you die in the winter. This so. is true. <laughs> so yeah, they that person would get an
1: attack of opportunity on me as I try to duck and roll my way past them.
3: All right. So then uh, you're rolling. uh, It's
1: my defense versus uh, whatever they're using Mm -hmm. to attack. Um, So whatever their mod to attack is. Four. Is it?
3: Oh, no, that's accurate. Um, It's minus three.
1: Okay, cool, cool. So that is plus three for me. Uh, Nice, nice. Uh, So that is a 15 I need to get.
3: they they have an accurate 13 so that would be minus three uh
1: three. And if it's an accurate three yeah that's a minus three uh but then the depending on what ability so if they might be using strong probably just accurate and then their weapon uh will also
3: yeah yeah they're not they don't have a whole lot of things going
1: okay uh so if it if their accurate is three then it's a minus three to mine yeah, yeah.
3: Uh... their accurate is thirteen, and it's given me the number minus three. I think specifically for the players, yeah. it's not that's mm-hmm. not my number. Yeah, it's 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 a it is a minus three. For, for your defense. Okay.
1: Luckily, I did succeed. Uh, so rolling... because
3: your defense was already at 12. Yeah. Like that wasn't bad. You just had to roll nine around. Yeah,
1: so, like, jumping over the the person's sword as I roll, and I'm going to try to throw a dagger uh, uh, from behind yeah. this person now that I flank them.
3: Now that you're flanking, that is that is plus two. Yes,
1: that is what. Yeah. And more importantly, a plus 1d4 to extra damage, which is what I'm going to need.
3: Mm-hmm. Right. Nice. Thank
5: God, someone can hurt things.
3: Yeah. So now you're. Um, there's no modifier to this attack. You're just rolling your accuracy.
5: Uh, not
1: not Prius. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Luckily, I got a four on that. So that is one d six plus four, uh, plus
3: one d four. Excellent. Uh, yes, six total. Nice. Oh, Amazing. We've heard right something. On. So. <laughs> thing is this 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 guard woman is laughing at Elendra and then starts going to the crowd going look they think they could take my place up on the mountain I'm gonna be drinking in Yanderos by next week and then just as that the knife just goes over their arm and just drips and you just see the drip of blood pool from there and they look down at the first blood and they go damn it they throw their sword to the ground (laughs) they go storm it off push past the crowd give me a drink now (laughs) heads off. So now there's only three of them. She just quit. And you just look around and there's uh, there's Ver down on the ground on the knee with where the knife just left their hand. all right, well I'm done. Bravo, (laughs) barbarian. (laughs) Oh no. Patron Patron saint. Alright, so the patron saint uh, they're still not in close range, right? They are walking towards you. You okay. have to spend a movement to get yourself yeah. into melee range. So the Patriot State is going to step you're around. You're like a me. fighting circle. Yeah. So you're all very close. So it's going to step around in front of me. Um, <laughs> Just steps right. in Yeah. Yeah. And so I, now that it's closer to this guard that's coming at me, like you can start to see the outline of armor, because it was a templar. That's sort of the the thing that's supposed. Yeah. To... They're like squinting their eyes as like there's like a light reflection coming off of you. Like like all of a sudden it's like car headlights coming out of you. And it's going to swing its flail of light. Beauty. Assuming that it's in range. (laughs) Now, do you also move to make it look like you're doing the attack? (laughs) So you just mime it awesome though that would be I don't think I'm fast enough to pull that off <laughs> so you just stand there praying yeah oh no no not like praying but with eyes open looking directly yeah, into yeah. this uh, this guard's eyes because he has just the fire of yeah. faith like he's I he's mean, I, to defend I, I, I think
1: it'll work if you if you attack it'll just be like lag right it'll just be like you know my internet
3: connection is uh-huh. messed up so obviously like, <laughs> yeah yeah the, the animation was bad uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay Okay. So roll your it's it's uh so you need to roll eleven or under eleven or under okay accurate, right yeah. yeah okay I rolled a sixteen <gasps> why this is a bad d twenty it's okay you need to find so your the, bad uh, d
1: twenties and then toss away your good ones
5: yeah,
3: yeah. you it, it, it's it's uh, um just before because they're uh oh, they're vigilant is 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 a little high. So uh, just before they're stepping in, they're seeing that, and they kind of squint, and then just as the flail goes, they just don't think so much, and he takes a step back, and the flail swings by, and, and they don't notice that the patron saint is there, because it's still invisible, but just by dumb luck of prios, they, um, they avoid the, the, the slash, and they just kind of feel the breeze of the flail move past them, but they, they shake, and they go like, your prayers aren't going to help you, boy. the other cheek and I'll be careful. <laughs> it's only first blood. Don't worry. I won't go for your face. <laughs> and uh, this one seems a little more like he's just doing this because Argosta wants to see a show. You know, this is what he always goes for. So he goes and brings up his sword and you're going to roll your defense. Uh, Which yeah, is not anyway. great. Oh, no, he's going through the patron saint, isn't <clears> he? <throat> he doesn't know it. So he's got a... There's a body in the way. You've made things difficult, and it's exciting. Yep. (laughs) Okay, so the patron saint is intangible. What I'm thinking is happening is he's going to take a step forward to melee range, and as a free action, the patron saint is going to get pushed out of that space and will be flanking him. Hmm. He's going to get a free attack. Neat, because he doesn't know that he's... Yeah, he has no idea. ...aggravating this free attack, just like when, when Mitch and Verd. Ran past the other guard. That's, that's essentially what's happening. Now. He's running past the patron saint, just doesn't know. Him. Um, so the patron saint's going to get another attack, but this time it's flanking. So now you're just rolling your full accurate roll. You're rolling thirteen or under. Nice. Okay, you can do this. And I rolled a fifteen. I'm switching. <laughs> patron saint is is uh, he's doing, it, but he swings through, and it's just like he's he's too incorporeal and doesn't actually connect or deal any damage to him. You see it. Fly through him, and uh, now the guard brings up the sword and brings it down. You uh, have a defense of thirteen. He's attacking with accuracy uh, minus three, so you're rolling ten or under. Uh, my defense is thirteen. I thought it was quick. Oh no, I'm looking at Landra. Uh, uh, your your defense is nine. nine. Yeah, it's not that high. <laughs> it's not that high. <laughs> um, oh god. It's okay. Your blessed robes will protect you potentially from the uh, from the damage. You might not bleed. That's true. Let's hope. Alright. So, Four. uh, nine minus three, you need six or under. Six or under. Come on. Little oh, numbers. boy. I rolled a two. <gasps> you oh, rolled a two? <laughs> this is why I, this is why I you, switched how dice. How did you get away? How did you get out of that? What do you do to defend yourself? Do you dodge? Do you deke? Okay, so just, he's swinging at me, and I've got... Oh, how do I... He's just like, just turn the other cheek. I'll make it quick. Don't worry. I won't cut deep. Just enough for Augusto to get it. You like, he's just talking to you like... Like, like um, he's done this a hundred times. This is just like the fight that happens before every caravan. It's like a little ritual that Argasto does. It's just like, listen, I'm not. I'll go easy on you. Just, just stay right there. It won't hurt. So, so, it's it's representing him missing, and my character isn't quick. So what I'm gonna go with is, I'm praying. My holy symbol is out and the light reflected from the patron saint goes into his eyes because I'm six wait, feet wait, tall. You're so persuasive. Yeah. He might just swing his sword to do a show because he's looking at your sad puppy dog eyes. It's like, <laughs> oh. like, you can't actually like hurt that. I'm just sitting, you're I don't even have my too, sword out. I'm just You're too cute and like, like you're a you're a priest. <laughs> he's asking me to attack an unarmed priest. Like our <laughs> gospel has gone too far. So he just takes his sword and he just goes like, Aah! and he just swings it through the air. Yep. And he just makes it do a good show, and the whole crowd is like, "Oh, come on, bleed, bleed, cut him!" And uh, <laughs> um, yeah, just he whips it. He just looks at you, and he's just like, I can't, Augusto, you bastard! I can't do this. I can't hurt this kid. Why are you looking at me? Don't look at me. Look away." You um, die, guys. The power of the sun compels you. Yep. Okay, so then there's two more guards that are moving towards Verid. Uh, there's the one with the chewing tobacco and this and the uh, throwing knives and then there's the other one who's just like um, you know just make this quick make it easy we won't hurt you if you don't fight back just put on a good show that's all argusto wants and uh, they're each going to attack two of them at Verve. You're the one who's like the biggest threat. Clearly the biggest threat. Go for the you're, intangible, you're the scary. one. That's the you're one going you for. Should go for <laughs> That's the invisible There's a oh yeah, oh yeah. I believe you. There's an invisible ghost protecting the <laughs> exactly. priest. Exactly. You know what? There's a barbarian witch right here throwing knives at my 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 compatriots. So oh uh, you might have gotten one of us out, but we're uh we're all we're all being on that caravan tomorrow. Yeah, this so. is like a dodgeball <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly like that. So yeah, it's, you just gotta make two defense rolls um, at nine or nine or under.
1: Uh, oh, oh, because there yeah, minus. Oh my god, I don't
3: like it. Can you use any of your mythic powers or anything beyond <laughs> your throwing knives? No. <laughs> you got, oh, you have inherent wounds. Yeah, we it's, it's, both took what, that. What oh no. nightmares do.
1: Nightmares is a, a burden.
3: Oh no! Oh, it's a dead burden. Yeah, my
0: uh,
1: my next XP will be used for offensive.
3: Yeah, I know. I'm I'm definitely. I know what I'm this taking. This is
1: awesome. Next. We're all gonna this get a little more fun. offensive as this goes. On. Yeah. yeah. All right. Maybe if I continue rolling. it. That said,
3: Patron Saint's gonna be the actual MVP of this team when they actually figure out how to be caporial. Yeah.
1: Uh, I get hit from the first uh, and the second one. Does this mean
3: you're out? Uh, I get hit. Not necessarily, because uh, it's about damage, right? He's got armor. Yeah, but
1: yeah. how much damage do
3: they do? Their uh, their, their sword deals four. <laughs> so you need to roll a four yeah. on nice. your D4 <laughs> armor. 20. Come on.
4: Come on. <laughs> Please.
1: I do not. <laughs> I take two damage.
3: So what happens here is The other guard gets around And just holds you For the first one Who you hit with the throwing <laughs> knife Who then just takes a sword And he just Takes the sword up to your cheek And he just goes Like like he doesn't even slash He just cuts for first blood And it's like there and he puts his sword on the ground It's done And he looks over at Orgasto And he spits the rest of his Chewy tobacco on the ground And they let you go And you're out And there's three guards left And it's Iandro's turn or Yandrome. Yandrome. I was debating if I should inherit his wound because then he's still in and more effective than I am because then he just wouldn't bleed. <laughs> is that a reaction ability? It's a free ability. It's uh, not yeah. an action. But then I have to roll D4 Corruption. I don't know if that's worth it. <laughs> I don't know either. I, I, I'm going to not do that. The crowd but, is loving it. Yes. They're like, yeah! <laughs> first blood, first blood. All right, so Yandrome... He's going to sigh and pull out his sword and dagger because he doesn't want to f- do this fight thing and he thought the patron saint would take care of this by now. He's just pulling like, both of them out double-handed? Yeah, that's that's the okay. fighting style. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I guess... So that's an action. Then he can take another action to try and take a poke at this guy, I guess. Yes. Okay, so his accurate is bad. Uh, it's But you're flanking him with the patron saint. Right, so it's plus... So your two. accurate is going to go up by uh two points two points okay so it's a seven <laughs> awesome yeah so it's a five you're still rolling because of their shield. oh because yeah so it's back down to five okay cool. <laughs> that's another two yes yep. get a one
1: darn it you're did so close did you just close. roll a two yeah <laughs> that's amazing uh, okay uh,
3: that's a that's a short sword that's a d8 of damage oh wow oh, okay nice come on come on baby what we need and it's precise so you're actually we were rolling even higher than you thought oh so. okay uh it's a yeah. that's a six mm. <laughs> Prios guides my hand what can <laughs> yeah, I say yeah. his scale mails three you deal three damage to him you cut <clears throat> a little you go a little more than first blood ooh what you, you, don't, you don't realize how sharp that sword was. I never, I've never fought. I feel like the before. patron saint was sharpening the sword for you this yeah, morning yeah. when you weren't looking, and it's like it's dead, like oh you don't even feel it at first. Uh, what? Where do you? You just close your eyes and just slash. Uh, yeah. He just kind of like Ugh, like you pierce guy to my hand and just pokes and like gets. Oh no! Oh, and so and then you just stick him. Nice tip. You don't even slash. You just like a poke. You literally stab the man. For three points of damage, and uh, You've nicked an organ. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ah. Ah. Hey. Ah. What, the, what is it? Oh. Hey, Gasto. This just supposed to be first blood. Oh God. I need a, I need a medic. And he's uh, just holding his wound. His blood is trickling out of his side. Okay. He throws the sword. It's not worth it. I'll wait till the spring. Hold on, let me help you. And he, I am actually going to try and do Inherit wound on him. Because uh, <laughs> yeah. I didn't mean to stab him that hard. Like that's, he could die in the winter. Like this is this is a problem. <laughs> it's only three points. He's got he's got he's got twelve more left. Oh okay. It's a tough. It's not. He's a tough it's, it's not like a, looking like a failing He's just fatal whining wound. about it. Okay okay. He's just whining about it because a kid stabbed him in a fight in front of a bunch of grown adults. Gotcha. All right. Never mind. <laughs> Excellent. He throws his sword. He goes off. He goes to join the other one for a drink. And it's just me. <laughs> yeah, top of the round. Elendra. So um, you're looking down. You see them throw Vered to the ground. Verd's on their knees, blood on their cheek. There's two left. They each look like, you go for the one on the left, go for the one on the right. That uh, sounds good. Let's get this over with then. So the one who was hit with the throwing dagger turns to face you, Elendra, and the one who was holding Verd drops Verd onto the sand and uh, turns to... The underman. Okay. Um, Elinda's- now, in order to get within range with their swords, they're going to get a free attack against your pike. Because your pike has got range on them. Right. So you can, you, can, you can stick them before they even get up. Okay.
5: Well, that's what we're doing. Elinda's going to sort of look at them both and then zero her gaze in on the one that's been stuck already by Baird. And she's muttering to herself She's saying in tactical combat when there's two people you should always aim for the one that seems to already have an injury even if the other one's (laughs) focuses otherwise (laughs) you should be thinking (laughs) art of war
3: books yeah she's
5: reading reading chapters to herself and
3: square your feet aim for the parallax and (laughs) lean in
5: (laughs) she's trying to just go through like what she would do to attack a dummy (laughs) what do I need to get under do I need a 10 you need to get
3: under 10
5: what if I roll a 10 and do I have... run fine. Under? I, I did it, so I got a 10.
3: You did it. You did it. 1d8 damage of your pike. Okay. And it's... Prece- yeah. And 1d8 damage. 2. They, they're, they, they, they're going to get their... Like, you're, you're just going for it, but you're not, you're not, you're not enough to pierce the armor, right? <sighs> you just kind of, you like, you go for it and you go, ah, uh, and you just, you don't really oomph into it. You just, you like, push yeah. the pike into them. Trying to see if and I they're can just staring connect. at it. And they just laugh and they take their sword and they bash it out of the way. Oh, shit. <laughs> um. Patron Saint. Oh. It's gonna try and get behind the one that's coming at me if it can do that. I feel like that would be a thing that it could do. Uh. uh yeah. yeah. If it's got the range and then Swing a, yeah, a no, flail. It, it, it takes a movement to move up to it, yeah. and then it can attack. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it just, and I kind of see the patron saint also, like, when it moves, it just, like, shifts yeah. over to where there's like, it's, it's almost like the graphics card is glitching. It just comes out of the ground, and it's just, like, <sighs> with the flail, and it comes down, and uh, go for it. And, all right, it's accuracy. 11 or under. 11 or under, right. Okay. Uh, that is a 19. So no. Oh. Huddled, huddled. Nope. Nope. This patron saint <laughs> is not, not great. That's our combat character, though. <laughs> That's our <laughs> combat character. Oh, bless him. <laughs> it's all right. Um, get there one day. <laughs> give me a defense roll. This one's moving towards you. Uh, moving. So this is the, each of you are going to give me a defense roll. Right. Uh, and I'm at minus anything for this. Uh, it is a uh, defense minus three. So I need to, under a six. Okay. (laughs) Oh, so I need under a ten. Okay. That's a seventeen. All right. Oof. I got a five. I'm okay. Oh, Oh. you're still in it. Nice. (laughs) Okay, roll me a d four with your witch or with your uh, blessed robes. Okay. Uh, that is a two. A two. All right. So you, uh, you're, you're looking at the patron saint and you're arguing, you're supposed to be the combat character. Everyone else just sees you yelling in nothing. Yeah. As you're pointing at it and it's like, I don't know what you're talking about, but yeah, I just won now. And he just actually, uh, an slashes wound. at you. Uh, oh, because oh, are you? Because yeah, you're, you're just standing yeah, at the side of the fight circle. Right. So doesn't matter how much more blood you take yeah, on. Yeah, very
1: cool. Uh, so you heal three and I'll take three damage. Uh Are you not bleeding? Right, you should be good. I'm a... yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, no, yeah. So he slashes, and it cuts through your cloth, your 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 robes, and he's like, ha! Ah! And then they look down, and the, the robes, it, it it there's no cut there, <laughs> and it's like it's not to first hit, it's the first blood. blood, and there's no blood to be seen, and he's like, I don't understand, I know it made contact laying with me priest Uh-oh. <laughs> it's that light that you are shining at me
1: there you go and beard on the other side it's like blood uh. dripping from his fingers
3: <laughs> yeah 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 you're doing all this and they're all going to attribute it to prios yeah. <laughs> yep oh that's ironic
1: oh, that's you holding your gun yeah, together i so just want to get across the mountain <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh.
3: Uh, Yandros, it's your turn. Oh. By the light of Prios. By the light of Prios, I'm going to try and swing at him, I suppose. hmm <laughs> Come <laughs> on, my man. <laughs> accurate. Uh, so it's my accurate plus two for flanking. So, and then minus two for his shield, so 5 Mm-hmm. That's a nine. All right. Ah! all right same same thing he's just like yeah, you're both you're yeah. pairing off and you're doing the crowd is going nuts though because they're slash cut through the are like it's the flowing robes there's this light there's all this stuff going like they didn't think these two kids would still be in it <laughs> as long as they're going people are starting to make bets now like there's <laughs> there's money going like i got three dollar on the child i got three dollar on the priest four dollar on the librarian and they're all just like going back and forth um and uh yeah, it's uh, Elendra's turn. Okay.
5: Uh, so Elendra is still standing there going, okay. we remounting attack. One, she's left to the side, and she's going to go for another um, attack on the, the same... We still have two we're facing, right? we two of 2 You've got one. you got one each. One each. Yes, okay. So she's just going to go for another...
3: This is the one that spat the tobacco that sliced uh, yeah cheek. So she's going to try and go for
5: it. And oh my god, it's an 11. So she misses again.
3: Oh. <laughs> it's fine. I'm fine. We're all fine. <laughs> gonna- That's all right. Because when they step into your pike range, you're going to get a free attack.
5: Cool. Excellent. I'm excited for that moment. So roll again. Okay. So... Nine.
3: So as they yes. step into range, yes. they go to step around, and you you you're waiting for that moment, and you go like, and, and you're 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 speaking in the game terms as well. It's like when they go to move into my attack range, I get a free attack. Yeah, six into it. You're seeing it like you're playing a, a, an RPG, and because uh, you've only actually played war games on a board in your old estate, right? So you've been moving the little wooden pieces around on the table. Uh, so you you understand that this world can all be broken down to simple numbers. Everyone has an accuracy, a cunning, a persuasive. <laughs> My accuracy is
5: probably better than most. You've been, you've been writing
3: character sheets for everyone in your party and figuring out what their numbers are, like you're doing. Like you're reading their star chart. <laughs> and, uh, there, it's
5: definitely an Aries.
3: <laughs> all right, roll a 1d8. Oh, right.
5: I have to damage him. Please damage him. Seven.
3: Wow. I fucking wow. just... You wailed at so him. Do, do you just go like, oh, I did it!
5: So, Alindra, seeing how step in, goes, and for the first time ever, she's able to actually grip her spear. She's been shaking so much, or her pike, and, and she's been shaking so much, and she goes, and she goes, nah! and is honestly shocked by her own ability to plunge it yeah. into his side. Yeah, because
3: you deal four damage this this poor soul. (laughs) Yes. And you're like ah! And then she goes oh my god. And he he falls onto his back and he falls down and his sword comes out of his hand and he's going for it and a couple people even come from the circle and like grab him and like pull him away from you. I'm so sorry! They're like putting pressure on the wound and it's like I need some clean bandages! (laughs) Alinda goes pale uh, but glances. And the crowd is like yeah! It's like You just lost me $5! Oh, man. Patron Saint. Alright. This Patron Saint has got to get his act together. He's the Patron Saint of missing. Come on. He's just going to swing. So, yeah, with the plus two from flanking though, right? What's interesting, and I'm telling this, despite all of the tension and the fear that you all are experiencing, Patron Saint has not once actually gotten brighter. Hmm. Ooh. Patron Saint only gets bright in danger. In danger, yeah. So he's very wispy. Yeah, there's no. He, it's not getting brighter. It, the patron saint, for some reason, does not detect danger. I mean, it's a fight to first blood, right? Yeah. So it's not true danger. It's a, it's a training exercise. No one's likely to die here. But it also means that in the future we can use that as a way to like even tell if there's a bluff happening on like do they really have the intent to harm or not because mm-hmm. the patron has that ability to kind of. Detect the intention of the sense of danger. Has that danger sense? Assuming it knows, yeah. Mm-hmm. Assuming that it knows, yeah. All right. Uh, so when am we rolling again? All right. So it's eleven again, or is it thirteen because of the plus two? Uh, it'll be thirteen. Okay, because you're still flanking. I'm right. cool. at it with the flail of light. That's a five. There it is. So Bro, here we are. He's been swinging. Six damage. Roll a one d six. Six damage. All right. Let's do this. That's a three. <laughs> so, so what happens is he's been swinging high, and instead he goes for the okay, legs. But here's here's what happens: is he goes for the legs, and he swings at it, and, and it hits the person, but doesn't bleed, doesn't get yeah. cut. The, the the guard then turns around, and going, like, "What's going on? Who's there? Who's there? It's only supposed to be. There's not. There's there's another one out there, isn't it? And he starts swinging his sword. You're using your trickery. You've got someone out here. They're working for you. It's not the kids. There's someone else fighting for them. God, oh, stop. And he's starting to freak out a little bit, but now his back is turned to you. And he spends his turn swinging at the patron saint, but he can't see him, and the patron saint is intangible, so he's just swinging through him. Even though he's got he's got armor and defenses, like, mm-hmm. it's an impossible attack, as his, the roll would be zero. Okay. And so um, it's your turn. I'm just going to walk up behind him and try and poke him a little bit. I mean, he's wearing armor, so it's still entirely likely that I will miss, but I'll give it a try.
4: Yeah, that's us All right.
3: Uh, I rolled exactly five. Oh. So he just like calmly walks up, not with the sword this time, with the dagger. With the dagger. And you just roll a d6. Come
5: on, brother. Four.
3: And you just cut for one point of damage and you whisper into his ear, first blood. First blood. <laughs> and then you pull it down. Yeah. <laughs> and the whole crowd is just like, yeah and you just hear clap, clap, clap. And he's like, settle down, settle down, settle down. And Argosto walks into the center, brings them all around. You two just cost a lot of people this crowd a lot of money. And everyone's like, yeah, <laughs> right? I will have you on my caravan in the morning as my new guards. And then he looks down to you, and Now, don't think I didn't see what you did down there either. We're going to need thinking like that up there in the mountains, some out-of-the-box thinking. I know. Pat yourself up, I'll see you in the morning. And he looks around and, uh, well, what are y'all standing around for? We've got a caravan to pack. And he heads off into, you know, starts barking orders at people and going around, and I kind of see him as like a Dutch Vanderland kind of character from Red Dead Two, right? Like that's the kind of control he has over a crowd and that kind of command presence, and people feel safe with Argosto, right? Like he's he's a caravan owner who has done this trek across the mountain a lot of times, and so this is this isn't the Donner Party. He knows where he's going, he knows what he's doing, uh, but also the clouds above. The titans are heavy, and the wind that's blowing down is cold. The other caravan drivers are saying it's too late. The winter has already started. The winters are coming earlier every year, and they should have left already. If you leave in the morning, you're never going to make it through those mountains. The mountain pass is already closed. The, The snows will be too deep. The winds will be too harsh. You'll never make it to the other side. But if Augusto says you can do it, well... He's better than no wants at all,
1: yeah. In the, I uh, they said bring, like, I think I'm good even if I just bring their
3: corpses. <laughs> oh, goodness. bring me my children. Uh, okay. Here they are, pickled, yeah.
1: Like, uh, here's they just throw
4: their yeah, yeah.
1: like, <laughs> if you want, I can talk to them and you know confirm that they're yours. But yeah, I was there, I ripped the bones out. And great.
4: so
3: Preferably I've alive. Never felt safer.
4: <laughs> yeah. oh, I
1: feel
3: Yeah, I feel
4: safer.
3: It's going to be great. Well, it's, it's where we'll <laughs> that's where we'll call our first episode here. Uh, it's technically called Simbarum, but we're not there yet. We're still on the other side of the Titans. But next time, we're going to step out into that caravan and begin our journey through the mountain pass on our way to Yendaros, to the city of the Queen.
2: All right, folks, there you go. That is At the Foot of the Titans, the first episode of the Terrible Warriors Symbarum campaign, which you can find at terriblewarriors.com. And uh, you can find them pretty much anywhere that you find podcasts. So go check them out. They play a lot of great games. They're really cool people. And with that, next week we'll be back to more of uh, what you expect from me and Steve. And uh, until then, you know... Like, rate, subscribe, come find us on Discord, Twitter, Facebook, all the places. The info's in the show notes. And with that, we want to remind you to be kind to each other and go play some RPGs.
0: Intro and outro music by the band 12 Noon. You can email us at meandsteverpg at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter and RPGs find us on facebook at me and steve rpg podcast on discord at me and steve rpgs and as always all of these links are in the show notes thank you and be kind to one another how much for the cigar cigar 20 bucks dog you gotta go down the street to the store and buy that